The following has been paid for by the Rage You Nerds. Nerding out this week, we are, well, the nerds are discussing Darkness Falls. So this was a riveting soul suck to just even write up the tale for the tape. So I can't imagine how you boys felt watching it. But let's do this. The tale of the tape. We have a movie known as Darkness Falls in some places and Anderson Falls in others. It was released June 12th, 2020. Director Julian Seri. Distributor, I think Lone Suspect. Uh, stars Sean Ashmore. Gary Cole. Richard Harmon, runtime 84 minutes. 84 minutes. Budget. I, I I guess they spent money. Box office. Who the hell knows? Awards. This is literally a quote from a Rotten Tomatoes review. Well, I watched it. Would I recommend it? No. Award. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 13 percent. Google users. 57 percent. IMDB, I think coming in with, if not our record lowest IMDB rating, pretty close. A 4.5 out of 10. Alright. I pass this along to you, nerdy boys. It is time to nerd out on Darkness Falls. Try. Chewing some beef jerky. Well, we're gonna start. This movie is bullshit. <laughs> Let me spit this out. Well, are you gonna, I mean, explain, like, the uh, the point system and everything again. <clears throat> oh, Since yeah, we have yeah. changed so, it from last So we week. changed things up. By the way, like and subscribe. Rage you nerds on... We gotta get better at this. <laughs> it would also involve maybe one of us being sober. Uh, me. Um, so we changed things up on the grading scale. We decided that story, plot, genre, and writing, and runtime kind of all and encompassed a thing. And we gave that 20 points. And then I kind of broke it down from there and gave a couple points of beats. Entertainment or entertainment value was worth 20. Acting worth 20. Special effects worth 20. Ending still worth 20. And then you had the total score. <clears throat> Where we came out on this, a giant, craptastic, almost good piece of crap. Um, the plot's not there. It's almost there. So... Set up here. These two men break into his apartment house and kill his wife and make it look like a suicide. Therefore, he goes crazy to try to prove that there are two men killing people and making it look like suicide. And the chief is like, whatever. And oh, my God, they're in L.A. or whatever they're in. It's literally uh, she about believe how they it. talked. Like, oh, my God, like, whatever. That's my impression of a valley girl, by the way. Uh, so nobody believes him. The writing, I've said this week upon week. It's so close. It's like almost there. You're like, you're involved in the story. You're like, yeah, damn it. Uh, same way with the story. <laughs> it's like, it's telling a good story. It's like, but the writing doesn't complement the story and the story doesn't complement the plot. So what ends up being what it should have been was the greatest movie of all time. What it ended up being was a grabastic piece of amphibian shit, to quote our late and great Arlie Ermey. Um, entertainment? <sighs> wasn't there. 
There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of this, this, this here. Where's the killer? I don't know where the killer is. Where, where do you think he is? I don't know. I, I think they came to just that back and forth. And the last, the last, the last 10 minutes of the movie are, you're finally like, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's just like, there's the credits. And then it's like, what happened? I've been waiting. I've been waiting 90 minutes for this. And it's here, and it's over. Um, acting, the only way this gets a good score for me is because I feel like there's passion there, but it doesn't over, it doesn't over, overcome all the plot holes and the holes in the story. You can have a passionate character and have you believe in that character, and you you just you want to fight for him, but then the story around it's kind of like, yeah, I believe in you, but why didn't you kill that guy? Or it's like, why did you notice? I just, uh, TJ, I just, I felt, I felt this movie was 45 minutes of, and 15 minutes of, yeah, you know, and we, <laughs> listen, I'm a smoker of cigarettes. I like to go smoke a cigarette from time to time. TJ, how many times did I pause this movie? I was like, I need a cigarette. Three, two, three, one. one. We did. We had to stop. I was like, I'm about to fall asleep if I don't get up and move around well, a little you know, bit. <laughs> we we paused the movie to see how much time was left in it at least five times. Yes, and yes. I probably four, three or four out of those times you actually went and smoked. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's fair. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't. The la- the last fifteen minutes, I-, I I didn't like the ending. The ending felt rushed, and I hate rushed endings. But the ending, I I, I scored it a nine out of twenty, and it probably should have been a little bit less than that. And here here's the thing: this movie. One of the things I did like about this is that there's one part where, spoiler alert, there's one part where okay, so this guy, the cop, thank you, Mister Keck. This guy, he's got a son, a young son, who he's trying to be a better example to. But he's sort of neglecting him because he is devoting his entire life to being a crazy person to prove his wife did not commit suicide, which turns out to be true. His son never wavers. And his son's probably, I don't know, Grant's age, you know, nine, ten years old. And uh, there's this, so it turns out the two killers is father and son. Well... He has a chance. He kills father. Spoiler alert. He has a chance to kill the son. And he asked him a question like something like, why do you do this? He's like, I love my father. I did what my father told me. And he lets the guy live. Now, granted, he handcuffs him to a car in the middle of the desert. And the guy probably died of dehydration. But that one moment there was kind of like he understands that like, for me anyways, he understands it was like, whoa. A father's impact can have so much effect on a child. I need to be a better dad. <clears throat> and then in the following, the same scene, actually, he throws his badge out the window. He's like, I'm not a cop no more. And his son is like, no, dad, you catch bad guys. And his son kind of brings him back around to where he's supposed to be. That was the best part of the movie. And it was in the last 45 seconds. All of that happened in the last minute of the movie. The rest of it was non-entertaining garbage but not horrible like it was there they were so close they were so close to getting a good movie and they just 
they fell short on enough grounds that it made it shit. And I, I, I and here's the thing. <clears throat> I, I've, I've watched movies that are crap before and I've given them crap reviews before. This is the one that I wanted to be that one, that, that storyline that brought it all home, that made it like the greatest movie. And it just, it wasn't there. The trailer so, TJ, was better. The trailer was better. The, my toenails were tr- were better than the movie. And my toenails, by the way, my toenails look like garbage, which is what this movie was minus 45 seconds. TJ, um, you ran for a little bit. I'm done. You just tell me why you hated it more than me. <laughs> well, what was your final score out of everything? I gave it a final score of 59 out of 100. I think you gave it a 39 out of 100. I don't know where our uh, 20 points difference was. I think it was uh, uh, special effects and acting. So, yeah, I gave it a 39 out of 100. And so for the meat of the story, the plot, story, genre, writing, and runtime, that was 6 out of 20 for me. Because there was just... The genre of suspense action, there was like little to no action and the suspense was not there. Um, the writing was just – the writing could have been better, but the cut of the movie could have been better. This movie started off with like a 10-minute scene of the guys breaking into the cop's house and killing his wife. Honestly, like that didn't even need to be there. Even if it was, it could have been cut down to like two minutes and come in with directly with – you know, this guy being a cop, you know, I thought I think that the movie would have been better if we didn't even see the wife getting killed and just show him come in, showing him being a cop, doing his thing or whatever, and then going home, finding out his wife is dead. And then like three months later, and he's just, you know, let himself go and hunting down and you find out that, oh, well, he doesn't believe that she killed herself. I mean, that could have been cut better and it could have told a better more compelling story if it were uh entertainment i give it a three um it was not entertaining for me at all like it was boring I've, i think i looked at my phone more than i watched this movie yeah and yeah. I, like i mean it wasn't even like i was looking at anything on my phone i was literally just scrolling TikTok. scrolling through the menu you know scrolling through the menu screen. how can i change the blue light filter on this phone Sean Ashmore, who played um, Iceman in the X-Men movies, <laughs> he he was more believable as an X-Man than he was as a cop in this movie. It was wow. shit. Brutal. Brutal. It, was, it was horrible. Like, there were points where he's sitting there arguing with his ex-partner, you know, who's now the captain, um, that Jeez. I was just like, this is... This is this is bad. Like he was like it was I was like, did he just do this for a paycheck? Did he need drug money and just do this for a paycheck? (laughs) Special effects. I actually gave it a 15. And the only reason I gave it a 15 out of 20 for special effects was because um, there wasn't really any special effects. But the parts were like at the end when he's shooting the guy, um, I guess that could be considered special effects. And they were shit. So. Uh, ending. Come on! Oh, come on! They weren't they horrible were for what they wanted. For what for what we got, it was they sci-fi going. original movie level. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Man, I know which run of a couple minutes I'm pulling the promo for this episode from. Sean Ashmore was shit. <laughs> 
he's normally a good actor, you know, but like in this movie, I just think he I don't think money. it was his fault. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. He had bad writing and a bad story where he had to make believe shit out of something that wasn't there. And he did the best he could. I don't blame Sean Ash for, for this. I blame the shitty oh, writing. No. Now, I maybe he wanted the paycheck. You, there, maybe he wanted the paycheck. Times, That's fine. There are times when people, you know, when actors phone it in and you can tell, like, they're Nicholas not behind Cage. the movie. They're not behind a movie. You know, they, they sign on for it because it's literally a paycheck. They're not doing anything else. Nicholas Cage. And, what? you know, what? they just, you know, they're just not behind a movie. And this honestly felt like he needed. He didn't care. <laughs> yeah, like like he he was just needed some money or something, you know. <laughs> Maybe it was all those gambling debts, you know. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm starting. It's like a lot that guy on Armageddon who was in Ashmore. debt to a stripper. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting a lot of rumors about Sean Ashmore. Right Man, the, the by the way, Sean Ashmore, if you're out there and you're watching us tonight, it's nothing personal, my brother. It's no, you're good at X-Men. The Instagram, you X-Men. The Instagram promos for this week is going to be just fucking awesome from TJ's gonna get perspective. Banned. <laughs> We're going to get banned. We're going to get banned. So, By the way, hey, real quick, I'd like to go ahead and point out segment slash snip this thing up. Put it on the TikTok. Put it on the YouTube, whatever. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Rage, you nerds. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that little notification ding-dong thing. It looks like a bell. I call it a ding-dong. And you will get all the Rage You Nerds that you can absolutely stand. We have got to get better with these promos. And that is my fault. But hey, hit the dingy. And if you're currently listening on any of our audio podcast formats, because we're almost, I think we're literally available everywhere podcasts are. Hit the dinghy. Subscribe or follow, hit whatever dinghy's available, and we will love you for a long time. <laughs> hit the dinghy. Jesus. <laughs> hit the dinghy! Hit the dinghy! Get to the chopper! Hit the dinghy! Uh, to wrap it up, I gave the movie 10 out of 20 for an ending, because it had an ending. Uh, 39 out of 100. <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't keep going. It just stopped. So I was like, thank Christ. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, it didn't leave it open to where like, is there going to be a sequel? No, it ended. Oh, thank no God. Sequel. Oh, <laughs> and I was just thinking of this right now, since we're on this whole Sean Ashmore thing, he has a twin brother, Aaron Ashmore. I want to see a, like a remake of like, was it double impact with like Jean Claude Van Damme? But I want to see it with Sean Ashmore and Aaron Ashmore. Sean, I think that Aaron would be Ashmore. Hashtag you don't want Sean, Aaron Ashmore. You wouldn't need do you, this. You wouldn't need to do like the split screen kind of Ow. thing and, and, and like body doubles. Cause you literally have twins right there. By the way, those of you youngins out there who don't know what this movie is, Double Impact is a movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he plays two people. Two. Two of them. Well, it stars Jean-Claude Van Damme and, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. So one of them is a guy who is kind of like the cutesy preppy boy, and the other one is like a badass kind of Hong Kong guy. And they're brothers, and they meet, and hijinks ensue. It's not funny at all, there, although there is a great sex scene in the movie. Um, they screw each other. It's <laughs> 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 literally that's not, Van Damme. That's, I probably, Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
<laughs> you boys want to watch a movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme has sex with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Hit that dinghy! I just, I'm not even going to continue what I was going to say. Yes, yes, yes. They they get together and they're like, hey, we're brothers. Let's bang. Okay, listen. I'm not. Listen. Oh, no. Yeah. Shit. What's going on here? Uh, the darkness dies. Oh, my gosh. What is going on? I, I throw my headphones in frustration. What? <laughs> okay, listen. Listen. If we're going to fantasy cast a movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme has sex with Jean-Claude Van Damme, my, no! only, my no! only question is, do we include Zack Snyder's zombie stripper with its dick bitten off or not? I think you have to. Okay, yeah, all right. Well. All right, all in. Listen, I have literally no trivia for this movie other than take the <laughs> take the master files of it, throw it out in the desert, burn it, and just be done with it. Also, Sean Ashmore, I hope somehow this finds its way to you. TJ says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you were more believable as a mutant in X-Men than you were as a cop in this movie. You're the red, white, and blue The fun things you do